from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Wednesday, March 11th. We've got a great show in store for you. John Gaffney coming up, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines. We're going to talk about listening as the first step towards holiness today. Also, Mother Teresa's formula for prayer, for one with God. John Gaffney coming up at 7.15 today. Bo Bonner coming up at 7.45, Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk today about the book of Revelation in the Bible. You know, I kind of chuckle a little bit. Of course, it's a very serious thing, the coronavirus, but I've heard some people say this is it. This is the end of the world. I, I can't get on board with that. Uh, but uh, when you think of the end of the world, a lot of people think of the book of Revelation. So we'll see if there's any ties to it. But yes, understanding the book of Revelation today at 745. Uh, also, one Baptist pastor converted to Catholicism because of four words a religious sister said to him one day. What were those four words? We'll have that coming up for you. And Rome is closed. Boy, my goodness, Vatican City, uh, Vatican Square, all of it is closed. The churches, the museums, uh, they have really kind of taken extreme measures here to be able to combat the coronavirus. There is no masses in Rome, I think, for the first time in history, uh, that they are not having public masses. Of course, it'll be private masses that priests and the Holy Father are saying. Um, but what Pope Francis urges priests to do during this time uh, I think is also interesting, not just to say Mass, but uh, we'll have what he urges them to do coming up after Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowa. Looks like it's going to be a nice day today. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. Uh, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. How are, you. are you still out in Buffalo, New York, uh, I, holding the place down? Buffalo, New York. Yes, tonight will be the third and final evening of the mission, and uh, I will be coming back tomorrow. Okay, well, safe journeys, uh, enjoy your stay, and uh, I'm sure that you're uh, writing up a storm in the uh, downtime that you have, or some of the downtime that you have. Yeah, gotten a lot done. That's uh, this time of year. People say, I had someone say that to me yesterday, where do you find time to write? I said, where do I find time not to write during this time of year? I'm <laughs> on the road, uh, you know, most days, March, I'm home six days. It's always my busiest month of the year yep. by far, but then things start to slow down. All right, well, hopefully... Uh, you got your thoughts down and and on paper and or on computer and uh, ready to get that book going and I uh, can't wait for that to uh, you can you never did sign one of my copies I got one here you got to sign maybe not <laughs> the, maybe I shouldn't the, have you sign it because yeah know the value goes down the value goes down oh is that it happens yeah yeah so you don't want then never mind never mind I make them I make them purchase it before I sign it just so just so we're clear <laughs> on that. 
<laughs> All right, my friend. Hey, we do have uh, pretty good weather uh, here in Central Iowa. We've got sun coming out. State basketball today. Dowling boys uh, tip off around 12-15, so we'll have that game in Iowa Catholic Radio. you have to listen in, John, when you're in between uh, writing down your thoughts. All right. I will do just that. All right. Right now from the uh, WHO-TV, Channel 13 weather desk meteorologist Megan Selwall, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have a little bit of everything. Cloudy skies, some patchy fog in areas, 40 degrees right now, west-southwest wind at 3 miles per hour. That's all going to change today. That patchy fog and clouds will give way to mostly sunny skies by the afternoon. Today's high in central Iowa, 60 degrees, with west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Uh, tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 45 degrees. And then tomorrow, rain moving in once again. A high of 59 degrees for your Thursday. On Friday, it'll be partly cloudy and dry, high in the 50s. And Saturday, look out, rain, snow mix Saturday morning, so be mindful of that, a high of 40 degrees. And on Sunday, partly cloudy and dry, a high of 40 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Wednesday morning, many Iowans will get cards from the U.S. Census Bureau in their mailboxes this week urging them to take part in this year's population count. Now, the results will be used to redraw political boundaries and distribute federal funding for everything from roads to health care. Gary Krobe, a coordinator with the State Data Center of Iowa, says this is the first time most people will be asked to report the information online. Krobe says census figures are used in redistricting and play a huge role in federal appropriations. He says in 2016 alone, Iowa received $8.7 billion based on federal funds on that population number. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And yesterday at the Boys State Basketball Tournaments in downtown Des Moines at Wells Fargo Arena, some of the area teams involved in Class 3A, number one seed is Norwalk, and they defeated Harlan 72-37. And number five seed was Ballard Huxley. They defeated four-seeded center point Urbana 54-48. So Norwalk and Ballard will meet tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock in the 3A semifinals. Pella was eliminated yesterday as Sergeant Bluff Luton defeated Pella 58-43 Class 3A. Moving over to the big schools, Class 4A began last night. Waukee, the fourth seed, defeated North Scott 58-50, and they will meet number one seed Ankeny Centennial, who held off Davenport North 53-51 last night. So Waukee will meet uh, Ankeny Centennial tomorrow night at 6.30 in the 4A semifinal. Tonight it's men's college basketball in the Big 12 as they have their men's conference basketball tournament down at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. The Iowa State Cyclones take on Oklahoma State tonight. They'll tip off at 6 o'clock. That'll be televised on ESPNU. And uh, tonight we have AHL hockey. Both the Iowa Wild in hockey are on the road, and the Iowa Wolves in basketball are on the road. The Wild take on Grand Rapids at 6 o'clock tonight in Grand Rapids, Michigan, as uh, they'll face off there. And NBA G League basketball, the Iowa Wolves on the road at Rio Grande Valley, and they'll tip off at 7 o'clock down in Brownsville, Texas. And today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar, high school boys state tournament basketball right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, as we'll be live from the uh, courts at Wells Fargo Arena. Number two seed and two-time defending champion Cedar Falls takes on Dowling Catholic and will be on the air at noon with tip-off at 12.15 from Wells Fargo Arena. Join me and Mike Swain for the broadcast this afternoon right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, patchy fog, cloudy skies, 40 degrees, a west-southwest wind at 3 miles per hour. And today that patchy fog and clouds will give way to mostly sunny skies by afternoon. Today's high 60 degrees. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. 
Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are accident-free as we start things off this morning and uh, looking good on 235, seven minutes from the West Mixer to downtown, seven minutes from the East Mixer also to downtown. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Well, as we said, Rome is really kind of completely shut down, everyone, amidst the coronavirus. Um, I, I don't expect, of course, things to happen long term there. Um, they have what it looks like a uh, kind of a deadline of April 3rd is what they're going to go to here. But they're taking some pretty drastic measures to be able to slow the spread. Uh, China has similarly taken drastic measures, uh, and they've seen their numbers go down. South Korea has also taken some pretty drastic members. They've seen their numbers go down. Um, I, I don't I can't really speak to a lot of it here in the United States. Um, I, I am assuming from what I've heard, I've been trying to stay up on uh, the coronavirus, that it's going to get a little bit worse before it starts getting better here. Um, I hope that's not the case. Uh, nonetheless, uh, Italy, they're trying to take some drastic measures here. Uh, I don't have the number count if it's going up or down right now, but um, I know they're they're serious about it. The Holy Father's pretty serious about it, and he's doing everything he can to ensure the safety of the, many of the pilgrims that uh, go there. Um, Monday morning Mass, all of the Masses, by the way, that the Holy Father is saying, they are not public Masses, so they are not uh, people are not able to come to them. Uh, but they are uh, private masses. It, I, I hesitate in using those words because there's really no such thing as a private mass. But just for the sake of everyone kind of understanding what we're talking about here, that means no one's going to show up for it. Uh, they don't allow anyone to be there. But they are putting it uh, on live streams. So you, you and I, we can all watch the Holy Father's Mass every day if we would like to. Uh, and he's praying especially for those who are sick. But he's also uh, compelling Catholic priests amidst this time where people are sick and, and struggling, where people are alone and not going to Mass, that he's asking his priests to go out and to give people communion, uh, to bring people the Eucharist. I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, this is how he sees his priests. You know, the church for him is a field hospital, uh, and the priests... And this is the way the the Holy Father is kind of, this is kind of his vision of the priesthood that he's, he's really taken on when he uh, first got elected is, you know, his priests are, are those medics, if you will, out in that war zone. Uh, of course, with the, the ultimate medicine, which is Christ Jesus, his body, blood, soul, and divinity that he is asking all of his uh, priests there in the diocese of Rome to go out to the people to bring them Holy Communion. These priests should be pretty busy, he says, in doing so as well. He's asked the priests uh, to have the courage to do this, bringing the strength of the Word of God and the Eucharist, quote, and accompanying the health workers and the vol- and volunteers in this work they are doing. So he's continuing his effort and pushing his priests to get out, not to hide away. I thought that was, thought that was pretty cool, especially amongst... Uh, Difficult circumstances there. So we'll continue to pray and ask for relief from our Lord, ask for healing for those that have the coronavirus, uh, and continue uh, moving forward as we do. That's what we do. 
Uh, I read a great piece the other day, uh, again, one of those that I saved for the archives from a Catholic, or excuse me, a uh, Baptist minister, a Baptist pastor, who converted to Catholicism a number of years ago. But he was asked why. Why you know, so staunch, uh, staunchly Baptist? He he, he had a, a great following as well, uh, and he, really all of his roots were right there in the Baptist Church. But he was asked why he would convert, and he said because of four words, four words that a religious sister spoke to him one day when he asked her. He just said, "Sister, how is it that you can believe that that is truly the body and blood of Jesus Christ?" And the answer, he said, completely shocked him. He had no response. And normally he's known for having responses. He loved to argue. But he said his response, he could not argue. And the four words that she said to him were, because Jesus said so. Those were the four words. Take and eat. This is my body. This is my blood. My sister said, you'd be arguing with Jesus. And that started a, a conversion process that took place for him and his wife. And now they're fully in the Catholic faith and uh, loving just that. They were, they were interviewed on the uh, Coming Home uh, Network. Uh, more like Coming to Believe in the Eucharist Network. All right, uh, coming up right after this, we're going to talk to John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis, for our monthly session with him. Listening is the first step towards holiness. Listening. Mother Teresa had a formula for this. We'll have uh, that explained by John and more coming up right after this. Also, uh, we are going to be uh, announcing the winners for the St. Anthony Lenten Parish Mission that took place, what they're going to win as well. That'll come up in the second half hour, so stick around. All you St. Anthony peeps that are, I know, told to listen today, we'll have that for you in the second half hour along with Bo Bonner. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nutty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a Wednesday. And a big thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction always comes first. I like how they take care of me. I got a text message the other day reminding me that it's time for them to come over and make sure everything's all checked up. See, I don't have to pound them. I don't have to call, get put on hold. See, I get text messages. That's the way I like to work. Something quick and easy. I can respond yes or no, even with the time that works. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Golden Rule, thank you for underwriting this show and all you continue to do to support this mission here we have at Iowa Catholic Radio. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Howdy, folks. This is Jimmy Aiken from Catholic Answers Live, and it's very important that you support your local radio station because it's only your local Catholic radio station that makes it possible for you to hear wonderful programming like Catholic Answers Live and all of the other great EWTN shows. So please help them out right now and be generous. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. No Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Wednesday, March 11th. Bo Bonner coming up in the second half hour. Uh, we're going to be talking about the book of Revelation today. So in these times that many think are, uh, well, towards the end of times, uh, I think Bo's going to set the record straight. Really how we can understand what the book of Revelation really is. I want to thank Blessman International for underwriting the show, fostering food secure communities, uh, offering dignity through provision of basic water and sanitation, offering food, meals to 12,000 people each and every week, partnering with Meals for the Heartland and more. It's hard to believe there's more, but there is more. Of course, the most important thing that they do is evangelize the gospel all throughout Limpopo, South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. Dr. Jim Blessman, Blessman International. Org. Let's go to our next guest of the day, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, John Gaffney. Hello, John. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. We'll talk about listening this morning. This is the first step towards holiness. We'll get into the formula that Mother Teresa used as well. I know that you have here, but uh, I, I like I like how you start with listening. Mother Teresa started with listening as well. Oftentimes we start with talking, John. Uh, well, especially, I don't know about you, but especially me, uh, you know, yeah. it took me years uh, in the Adoration Chapel before all of a sudden I learned to just shut my mouth. I don't know about you, but that took me a long, long time. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I've ever learned that, John. That's a long <laughs> time for me. Huh. Oh, but you know, I really liked your I liked your uh, story about that Baptist uh, minister, John, because actually, um, what that sister said to him is really at the heart of, 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 of what I'm going to talk about today. Um, you know, the opening prayer for last Sunday said, O oh God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that with spiritual sight made pure, 
we may rejoice to behold your glory. You know, because Jesus said so. What a what yeah. a brilliant response! And but it 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 but for her to be able to do that, she had to listen to Jesus, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, what does she say here? Let, let's start about her formula. What's Mother Teresa's formula to to prayer? So it's pretty simple. Number one, we listen. Number two, God speaks. Number three, we speak. Number four, God listens. So we listen, God speaks, yeah, <laughs> uh, we speak, and then God listens. But, you know, uh, um, again, as I just shared at the beginning of this segment, um, how many of us walk into the Adoration Chapel with, with our prayer manuals, with, with all of the things we're wanting to do, and we're talking at God, and we don't really cultivate that opportunity to, to listen? What does it mean to listen, though, John? I, I, I think some people may hear that and think, but well, I don't hear any voices. Should I be hearing voices? Should I be hearing him speaking to me on like an inward voice? Or how, how does that work? That's, that's a great question. Um, to, to answer that question, I think you actually have to look back rather than at the moment. And when you're looking back, look at the fruit of what you are, are, are receiving, um, so, so I, I've never actually, I know there are people, uh, people that I truly, um, uh, believe completely what they're saying, um, that have actually heard God's voice in, in, in their prayer and, and at different times in their life. That's never happened to me, but I can tell you, um, there have been times that God has, um, uh, set something on my heart that wouldn't have happened in prayer. Um, recently I reached out to somebody that God had put into my heart and said, hey, I don't know why, but I'm finding that I'm thinking a lot about you. And I just wanted to let you know I've said some prayers because um, because uh, God has put you in my heart, and I've been pondering you and, and your family a lot. And then I found out that uh, um, her husband had just received a cancer um, mm. diagnosis. That's what I mean by listening, is there's something that God is going to place on your heart, and unless we quiet ourselves down, we're not going to be attentive to what that is. Ignatian's style of praying has always been something that uh, has worked well for me. Um, I learned this when I was at IPF, Institute of Priestly Formation, for a summer, and um, it, it, it's really just Lexio Divina, so divine reading. I, I will take uh, something from Sacred Scripture or a book on the lives of the saints that I've read or, or anything that I'm reading right now, and I'll read it, um, and I'll just wait for our Lord to allow it to, to, to kind of hit me. If, I, if nothing really kind of mm-hmm. hits me, then I just keep reading. If it does, I just stop and I just allow him to be able to to speak. And oftentimes I found that he speaks through my thoughts. Uh, he speaks through my imagination. Uh, sometimes he doesn't speak at all. I just kind of sit there and think about what it is that he's speaking through. And, and of course, when I'm reading sacred scripture, that's him speaking to me right there. Uh, I don't exactly. really need any other words than that. So I think there's a lot of different ways that our Lord is... Um, that our Lord can use, and our human faculties as well when it comes to, to listening. Yeah, well, and I think the key word that you used in that process of, of Lexio was to just sit and, and, and to be attentive, um, not really quite knowing which word or phrase um, the, the Lord might be putting on your heart or even the reason why, but just to sit and ponder, just like uh, Mary at his... Uh, uh, at his feet, just sitting and and being attentive to the Lord, 
and um and and the lord will always deliver and um so so i think that's uh, i think that's a hard thing for us to do these days uh in the west but uh but it is uh it is the key to uh to a process of holiness I really like how you say that the prayer process that Mother Teresa goes on to explain, this is oneness with God. She said, the fruit of prayer is deepening one's faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. The fruit of service is peace. Uh, this is really what, what God has created in us, as you say, a clean heart. And how? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so so the more that we fall in love, you know, prayer actually, uh, it's just like uh, when you were... Uh, dating your wife and and falling in love and she falling in love with you you're getting to know her more and her heart's becoming uh in line with yours and yours with hers the same thing happens to us as we start uh, forming that relationship through prayer with with Jesus so so the more we deepen our faith the fruit of that what comes out of that is is love because God is love and so mother teresa says gives us this formula. And then the more we fall in love, we realize we're not the center of the universe. Mm. Um, and, 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 and we, we're in union. We're in love with the one who is the center of the universe, who is the, who is the creator who, uh, and, and so, uh, we, we start realizing, um, how, how selfish, even if we, um, others may seem, think we're not very selfish or, or almost a perfect person, we, we all have those issues that we have to get past so we can focus on the one who, who makes us whole and made yeah, us whole right. uh, when he created us. And so then the fruit of that is service, because when you are truly in love, you're going to sacrifice anything for the person who's right in front of you. And then the more you do that, that just brings peace to your life, because you know what? No matter what happens during this time here on earth, you know where your home is, and you know whose you are. So, so you're at peace no matter what is happening, no matter what storms are happening in the world or in your life. What's the uh, director of catechesis and evangelization for the diocese doing during Lent? Where is he going? Well, you know, I just came back from Missouri Valley um, so uh, last night and uh, had some wonderful people. Um, Thursday night I'll be in, in uh, Afton, um, with, uh, which is right near Creston. Um, and then, we you know, we've got a wonderful uh, uh, event happening tomorrow evening at the Sherwood Forest Event Center. We're continuing the Theology on Tap series about friendship, and Katie Patrizio uh, is going to be uh, talking about uh, friendship with God. So, so that's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event tomorrow evening as well. Very cool. John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis. Uh, John, how can people get a hold of you? Hey, you can get a hold of me by emailing me at jgaffney at dmdiocese.org, and Gaffney is with two Fs, uh, or you can call me at 515-237-5026. Thanks, John. Appreciate you coming on. Have a great day. God bless. All right, you as well. Coming up, Bo Bonner, Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about how we can understand, better understand the book of Revelation in today's world, what that looks like. Wednesday, March 11th, John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Friends, do not go anywhere. And a big thank you to Dean Bell of Bell Construction, a dear friend of mine and has been now for a number of years. And he supported us here on Iowa Catholic Radio now for a couple of those years of friendship. He's not even Catholic. 
but he loves what we do. An incredible guy. 30 years in business for residential re-roofs. A man who takes his faith in the Lord Jesus very seriously. Integrity and honesty. That always comes first. And he'll come to your home or job in person to give you the bid. Choose the date for completion. Residential re-roofs. Oh, tis the season, huh? 963-4494. That's residential re-roofs. 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and at my left, this is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. A spirit of service to God and others, not of entitlement that selfishly seeks to receive, is required of a disciple of Christ. A good example is the martyrs who have given back to Christ the lives that he gave them, even to the point of physical death. Even though we might not die like a martyr, are we still giving back our lives in such such a way that we die to ourselves and live for him and others? Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
Thanks for coming back with me, friends, here on this Wednesday, March 11th. Bo Bonner coming up, Executive Vice President of the Newman Idea. We're going to talk about understanding the book of Revelation today, what that looks like in light of the world we live in today. Wednesday, March 11th, let's go to Deacon Tony Valdez and offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. I don't know if Mark's there. We got you, Mark. I am here, John. Oh, yeah. He Hello. Here. here he is. Hello. Good to have you. I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Uh, you're out in I'm doing fine. Uh, Buffalo, New York. Are you, do, you get any, do you get any Bills gear? Uh, Buffalo Bills gear? Uh, no Bills. No Bills gear out here for me. But uh, yes, I, I am. They, they love their their quarterback Josh Allen. I saw a big picture of him when I walked off the plane oh, yeah. here at, at the airport. Yeah. But uh, yes, it's it's Bills country. I figured you'd fit right in. Uh, let them know what, uh, what team you uh, favor, both of them, and uh, that should go well for you. And your remaining what hours there now? You're going to be leaving tonight. There, for, is that right? I'll be leaving tomorrow morning. So tonight's the last evening of the mission. Okay. But well attended. It's actually four parishes that came together. Not not one, two, three, but four uh, for mm-hmm. the evening. So the nights have been just huge and just a lot of fun at that. All right. Well, keep up the good work. Get that book written. I know you got more pages. You'll get, or was it chapters? You'll get done today. A lot, a lot of chapters in in your in store. I've got some chapters I'm working on. Oh yeah, I'm putting them together. All right, my friend. We'll let you go, and we'll get right to it here in Central Iowa. We've got pretty good weather from the WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. And meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have patchy fog, cloudy skies, 40 degrees, a west-southwest wind at 3 miles per hour. That patchy fog and clouds will give way later today to mostly sunny skies and a high of 60 degrees here in central Iowa. West winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 45 degrees. And tomorrow, rain early for your Thursday morning. Then should be uh, clearing up later in the day, high of 59 degrees. And on Friday, partly cloudy, dry, high in the High of 50 degrees. Weekend, well, on Saturday, looking like a rain-snow mix, they're saying right now. A high of 40 degrees. Sunday, partly cloudy and dry, a high of 40 degrees. And in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, many Iowans will be getting cards from the U.S. Census Bureau in their mailboxes this week, urging them to take part in this year's population count. Now, the results will be used to redraw political boundaries and distribute federal funding for everything from roads to health care. Gary Krobe, the coordinator with the State Data Center of Iowa, says this is the first time most people will be asked to report the information online. Now, Krobe says census figures are used to, in redistricting and play a role in federal appropriations. He also says in, 2000, in 2016 alone, Iowa received $8.7 billion based on federal funds on that population number. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday at the Boys State Basketball Tournament, some of the area teams, well, they were more a lot more successful than on Monday. In Class 3A, the number one seed was Norwalk, and they rolled over Harlan 72-37. And uh, Norwalk will meet 
meet Ballard of Huxley, who defeated uh, Center Point Urbana 54-48. So Norwalk and Ballard of Huxley will meet tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock in the 3A semifinals. Uh, the third team in Class 3A, Pella, uh, Sergeant Bluff Luton defeated Pella 58-43, eliminating them from the tournament. Class 4A games began, began last night. Number 4 seed Waukee defeated North Scott 58-50. So Waukee will meet Ankeny Centennial. Ankeny Centennial holding off Davenport, Davenport North rather 53-51. So a 1-4A final is all set. And it'll be a Waukee taken on Centennial 6:30 tomorrow night in the 4A semifinals from Wells Fargo Arena. Tonight, men's college basketball tournament gets underway in Kansas City at the Sprint Center in Big 12 play. Iowa State takes on Oklahoma State, and that'll be a first-round game beginning at 6 o'clock. That'll be televised on ESPNU. And tonight in AHL hockey, the Iowa Wild on the road at Grand Rapids, Michigan. They'll face off at 6 o'clock tonight. In NBA G League basketball, the Iowa Wolves on the road at Rio Grande Valley. They'll tip off at 7 o'clock at uh, Brownsville, Texas. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar has the high school boys state basketball tournament quarterfinals between Dowling and Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls, the two-time defending champion. They're the two-seed. Dowling is the seventh-seed. We'll have the game this afternoon right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Pre-game at noon, tip-off at 12-15. Join Mike Swaim and I from Wells Fargo Arena with the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling and Cedar Falls in the first round of Class 4A. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have patchy fog, cloudy skies, 40 degrees, and today we will have that patchy fog and clouds giving way to mostly sunny skies, an afternoon high of 60 degrees. We'll have west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We do have a couple accidents this morning. Uh, one on the east side, East 14th, southbound at Des Moines Street. Also an accident eastbound Douglas Avenue at 121st Street. So use caution in those areas as you're making that drive into work this morning on 235. Not looking to, uh, too bad. It's around a nine-minute drive heading from the West Mixer into downtown and then eight minutes from the East Mixmaster into downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken as a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Patronism and concern for his national uh, brethren led this saint to sneak into his home country to spread the Catholic faith. St. John Ogilvie today was a Scottish nobleman raised as a strict Calvinist in Reformation Scotland. Like many Scottish nobles, part of his family was Catholic and part Protestant. John grew fascinated by religious debate. When his parents sent him to France for further education, he began to meet more and more Catholics along the way. Eventually, he decided to fully join the Catholic Church. He stayed a while with the Benedictines and then the Jesuits. Ultimately, John was ordained a Jesuit priest. John begged to be allowed to return to Scotland to minister to Catholics there. When the Jesuits allowed it, John snuck into Scotland posing as a horse trader, 
the religious restrictions were stifling, and John left Scotland for a time, but returned, and in his second visit managed to make significant headway in converting the Scots. John was betrayed by a follower, though, and turned over to the king, who demanded that he list the names of all the other Catholics in Scotland and officially recognize the king's authority in spiritual affairs. John refused, even after significant bouts of torture. Eventually, John was hanged. He was canonized, a saint in our faith. St. John Ogilvie, pray for us. Amen. And a big thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day, experienced in wills and estate planning. Look, I get it. It's easy to put this stuff off. It's March now. It's not just the new year anymore. We've got to make sure the things that we were setting out to do for this new year in January are actually done. I said I wanted you to make this a priority. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Friends, in this time where many people are worried, anxieties are up, I've even heard some people say this is the end times. I've got Bo Bonner to come on and talk about Revelation. What most people think is the end times, and it really kind of calm people's fears, set them uh, aside a little bit, and really look at the biblical, through the biblical lens of what God is trying to communicate to us through this great book. The book of Revelation and how we understand it is coming up right after this with Bo Bonner. Don't go anywhere. Wednesday, March 11th, John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Passionate about making the outside of a home beautiful and manageable for many years to come. Again, tis the season. The Pew family, they are no different. They, Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, they have been listeners now for a long time to the show and serving families for even longer all across central Iowa for outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Your Diocesan Minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, March 11th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Ryan Andrew. Father Andrew serves at Dowling Catholic High School. Happy birthday. Did you know that we welcomed more than 1,700 new members of the faith throughout baptism last year? With your gift to the annual Diocesan Appeal, our parishes provide preparation and faith formation to newcomers and their families. Please consider being a part of your parish's annual Diocesan Appeal. The St. Joseph Educational Center is inviting candidates to take part in a joint program with Creighton University that will prepare the next generation of faith leaders in our parishes and dioceses. The Certificate in Theology and Ministry is open to parish staff, ministry leaders, and parishioners. Courses are conducted digitally so students can participate as their schedule allows. Contact Tom Quinlan at sjeciowa.org for details. That's sjeciowa.org or call Dowling Catholic High School and ask for the St. Joseph Educational Center. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 
515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Lee and Eddie in the Morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscapes. Extend your living space outdoors with patios, pergolas, fencing, and retaining walls. Outdoor lighting is another way to enjoy your landscaping day and night. Five Sons Naturescapes will spend the time to understand your needs and create your perfect outdoor space. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Wednesday, March 11th. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Your Saint quote of the day comes from Francis DeSales. The ostrich never flies. The chicken flies, but seldom, and then heavily and near the ground. But the swallow, the dove, and the eagle are ever on the wing. They fly far and easily. Even so, sinners don't rise to God, but always grovel on the earth in pursuing earthly things. Well-meaning people who are as yet not truly devout mount up to God in good works, but rarely, slowly, and heavily. But the devout, the devout fly to him perpetually soaring lightly your saint quote of the day from saint francis to sales today let's go to our last guest of the day you know him he has a show 10 o'clock in the morning 10 o'clock in the evening along with dr bud marr he is also the executive vice president of the newman idea bo bonner joins us hello bo good morning john how are you I'm doing fine this morning. There's going to be a little slight delay going on, but we're going to make our way through it. Uh, in these end times that many people are saying right now with uh, Corona and many other things, I thought it'd be good to really kind of set the record straight of what our faith and teaches when it comes to end times. And what better way or what better place to look to than the book of Revelation? We're going to talk about understanding that book today. Uh, give us a little 101 tutor- uh, tutorial here. Where do we start when it comes to understanding the book of Revelation? Well, I think that if you're going to start with understanding the book of Revelation, you should read it. And I know that that sounds funny, but you'll be surprised how many people have not read it. They've read uh, interpretations of it. They've read people, um, you know, extrapolating from it. Or they'll only read it through the lens of, like you said, a a sort of hyper uh, and in many ways evangelical, uh, you know, interpretation about how every image has to line up one-on-one with something else. And so you can start to see the sort of fever pitch that people will take as their approach to the book of Revelation. But step one is to, to step back and actually read it slowly and see it for the sort of poetic work that it is. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have, uh, to, to call something poetic uh, isn't to say that it doesn't have something specific to say to us or that it's not talking about truth or the end of time specifically. Um, but I think that if people read it, what they'll maybe get more of rather than end-time predictions and Nostradamus and things like this is actually a hint of how liturgical the entire book is. The book, in many ways, is about the worship of the saints, of the saints worshiping God in heaven, and how the culmination of all time is just everybody, so to speak, joining the great chorus of that worship service of the Lamb. Everything else sort of falls in line about after that, 
Uh, but again, John, this takes being willing to slowly read it for the book in and of itself. How did you uh, grow in this to, to come to that understanding of Revelation from where you were before when you were in Protestant seminary? What is it that you believe there? Well, I mean, growing up, uh, even before Protestant seminary, that's where uh, this book is, of course, um, an easy place to put a lot of speculation into it, the book of Daniel, uh, you know, some of the prophets, where we get these very stirring images um, that obviously aren't exactly what the images themselves say. So when, when you get, um, you know, people talking about plagues of locusts or, you know, whatever it might be specifically, um, you can understand why people go, well, this is talking about the future, the future talking about the past. I mean, this is specified right uh, at the beginning of what John of Patmos or St. John is dealing with. And so you can see where this sort of eggs on speculation, and then when you have that sort of mix, people will start to think about, well, if things are bad now, then try to line things up. So that was what I was used to, that book being understood growing up um, in sort of evangelical circles. By the time I was at Protestant Seminary, I would say that they sort of swung the other way, which is to say the book of Revelation had no sort of prophetic uh, imagery. It was uh, it was basically just a protest song of a church who was being persecuted, which I think is an extremely uh, shallow way to read it. So I'd say those are the two extremes. You have, it's either this guidebook about every event that's going to happen from here until the end of time, all the way over to it has no prophetic power at all. It's just a, prosecute, a persecuted church um, sort of being poetic about their persecution. Somewhere in the middle that you start to see uh, when you learn, for instance, about the four senses of Scripture, uh, and that there's, there's obviously the literal sense, but then there is analogical senses and things like this. But the biggest one being the, the sense of what is awaiting us at the end, what is heaven like, what are we heading towards? And if you start to think of it that way, about the future of eternity sort of seeping back or leaking back into the past, the book makes a lot more sense. So instead of it being like, here's um, a, a tract or a dictionary of events that are going to happen to the future, when you start to realize that the last book of the Bible is talking about how all of this grand story wraps up, how there will Christ will wipe away all tears, how... Uh, the people who have persecuted uh, the innocent and the just throughout time will finally reap what they've sown. When you start to see it that way, uh, you stop worrying about trying to check off um, a roadmap about future events and actually think about the, that culmination of events, the grand culmination of how is it that the world will be with Christ and God will be all in all. You, you talked about the liturgical lens we need to see this through. Some theologians have said it's here in the book of Revelation that we come to understand fully the Mass. Yes, I think that that uh, starts to be very obvious. There's um, incense, there's hymns that we actually repeat in uh, the Mass that we say now. Um, the idea that heaven is not going to be simply MTV beach house in the sky where you get to do whatever you want for as long as you want, where it's not this consumerist understanding of, he, uh, of heaven where just whatever you like is what you get to do perpetually, but to show that the end and the goal of all of this, our lives, the entirety of history, is how is it that we can be wrapped up in God? And so worship, of course, is not something that God 
has mandated because, you know, he has prickly feelings or bad self-esteem, and so he needs people to, like, you know, constantly tell him how great he is. It's actually the highest good of a creature to use all of their creatureliness, and especially us that are body and soul and have intelligence and, and the spiritual aspect of our lives. The way that we are most uh, self-actualized, the way that we are uh, flourishing at our utmost, is to be in the presence of the Creator and use our talents and our, our, our mind and our body to worship God and to do that forever. And so Revelation sets the tone about the liturgical flavor of the Church, and there's not a time in Church history where the book of Revelation does not place uh, at least a goal or a vision of what that worship on earth should look like imitating the worship that, place, that takes place in heaven. Now you would say don't don't start with a commentary, as you said at the beginning of this. Start with the actual book of Revelation itself. Go and read it just straight through. Uh, I mean, I would try to take it in chunks. <laughs> it, it is pretty intense. Uh, so, I, but I yes, I would I would read it from beginning to end uh, simply because it is a a, a dream narrative. Uh, you know, this is a vision that was given um, uh, John, and that on purpose sort of things flow in a particular way. I've heard people say it's sort of like one of those spiral staircases where the considerations get reconsidered as you go up the staircase. Um, and in many ways, that's Christian life and the Christian understanding of history itself, that things in the past line up with things that do happen in now and in the future, but they're not exactly the same. In the book of Revelation, the more you read it, the more you start to, to pick up on this uh, sort of narrative arc, as it were. Uh, what have we got coming up on your show today, The Uncommon Good, at 10 o'clock? We have, uh, we have a guest. We're going to talk about Marian consecration. And then uh, I think in, in a similar way, we're going to talk about uh, society and church uh, in times of strife and uh, worry like we are presently in. Yeah, okay. At Marian Consecration, sounds like a good show. That show, The Uncommon Good, heard right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the evening. By the way, how's the Newman idea coming along? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we're in the sort of middle of, uh, you know, in the spring, you, you, you're you waiting for the, the sort of April and May uh, events that uh, raise money and get funds. So if people are interested in helping us out through uh, March, especially Newman Idea, org uh, is a good place to go to find out about our mission and uh, prayerfully discern about uh, helping us at our mission as well. Just newmanidea.org. Yep, that's right. Okay. Uh, that's Bo Bonner, everyone. We'll talk to you soon, brother. God bless, John. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I, I tell you, I, I did a, a little video, um, and I put it up on my YouTube page on understanding or kind of a synopsis of the Bible in one minute today. Of course, you cannot do that, but I, I talked a little bit about what it uh, what it is, God's chasing after us, God's desperate love for us, God running towards us as the Father run towards the Son. Um, but uh, if you are looking for different kind of uh, books to be able to help you understand the Bible in a deeper way. 
uh, really go all in on it. I know there's some great Bible studies around, uh, but I would really recommend, and I know this is going to surprise so many of you, but I would recommend Dr. Peter Kreef's uh, You Can Understand the Bible. It's a thicker book, but it goes through each book of this library, which we call the Bible, uh, to be able to help kind of break things down. Uh, I think really when my eyes were open to Revelation was when I read uh, his take and his commentary on it, a man that I trust deeply, uh, and a man that's going to be coming to Des Moines, Iowa on May 14th. Oh, yes, I am bringing him to Des Moines, Iowa, uh, and uh, we are going to be hosting an evening with him. The tickets are not on sale yet, but they will be on sale. Where we're going to have him deliver a talk. Uh, there's going to be some appetizers and drinks. He's going to give a talk, 10 Reasons Why I'm Catholic. And in addition to that, uh, he is going to be... Um, answering questions for an hour afterwards. So, uh, But that commentary is the one that I trust the most when it comes to understanding the Bible. Again, you can understand the Bible. Thanks so much for joining me today, friends, here on this Wednesday, March 11th. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I'll be back on tomorrow, friends, live outside of the Mercy One studio here in Buffalo, New York. Last evening of the mission tonight. If you'd just offer a little prayer for us, I always appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm John Linetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flows. God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.